0: Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Godette, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Cadet, and I'm super excited to be speaking with my next guest. Today, we're going to be talking with the amazing and beautiful Andrea Hunt. Andrea is a world traveling, transformational coach, and EFT practitioner who helps people to step outside of their comfort zones to be the best version of themselves. By using transformational coaching and EFT tapping, she helps people overcome emotional blocks like limiting beliefs, negative talk, and take steps towards their dreams and goals. And I'm really excited to have Andrea on today and equally excited that we're going to be getting to dive into more about what she does. So let's get started. Welcome, Andrea. I'm excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I am absolutely delighted to be here. (coughs) Well, thank you. I'm, as I said, I've been looking forward to this. So let's start by getting to know you just a little bit better. Uh, Please just share a little bit about your background, your life and how you grew up. And then let's uh, segue into what you're doing today.
1: So I am a world traveling transformational life coach and EFT practitioner but I'm originally from Minnesota in the United States and I have since lived also in Mexico and Italy and Germany and China and Argentina and the UK. So I've spent a lot of time, you know, working, uh living in other places and also traveling and getting to know the world and also myself and so that's also I think equipped me with um, a lot of the experience and also just a, a good perspective on the world to be a coach. And so usually, I also kind of help expats and digital nomads because there are all sorts of different challenges that come along with, you know, uprooting yourself and moving to another country. So, I've been in Germany about ten years before that I was in China. I was working for the state radio there. And during the last couple of years, like, You know, during COVID, I was one like many, unfortunately, who got laid off. (laughs) No surprise there because I had just started a new job. And the people who were new, unfortunately, didn't make it through the probationary period. So I had been thinking about becoming a coach for quite a while, but I always, I was playing it safe. I was like, nope, I have a job. There's no sense in me rocking the boat and trying to do something new, you know? And plus it's like I had, you know, I was in my 40s and I was like, you know what? there's no sense in making big risks now. (laughs) And the whole thing with COVID, I mean, it was such a disruptor, you know, that like, it kind of just opened the door for me to be like, okay, If not now, then when, and if not me, then who? (laughs) And so this is what I want to do. And at least like, you know, get out of my comfort zone. And of course, with that came all of the limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, you know, um, negative self-talk. You don't know what you're doing. How are you going to figure this out? You know, like you don't know anything about starting a job or like a business in Germany, blah, 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 blah. blah. And um, and actually, I mean, because of coaching and also using EFT tapping through every single step of the way, Fast forward, I now have what I wanted, but it wasn't that I've always been this courageous person who just was fearless and did all these things. And that wasn't the case for me at all, you know, as for many people. And so for me, especially finding the tools that I can use to help build my confidence when I feel a little bit wobbly has been the biggest difference in my life in terms of my own transformation and the way that I can help others, you know, after being certified in coaching and also EFT.
0: Yeah. So that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's important that we get a little bit of a backstory. So let's talk about this because we know what you do and we're going to, we're going to probably touch on that through some of the, the questions around that we've already discussed that we're going to talk about today. Um, uh, this is for the self care series. Um, and so I truly believe that when we talk about obviously, because you're in this wellness space, what that means to you. So let's let's talk about that. What is self-care to you? And how has your definition of self-care evolved throughout your life and now as your career and what you're doing?
1: Originally, I think maybe many years ago, the idea of self-care came down to special treatments. So, you know, maybe going to get a facial or getting a massage. And I think the more that I understand you know, the importance of emotional health and that component of self-care, the more I understand that the, the most crucial part of that is also maintenance, you know, and that means on a daily basis, making time for yourself and making space for yourself so that you're conserving your energy and being careful about the way that you're using it on a daily basis. And also being able to recalibrate your emotional health when you start feeling like you're, getting wobbly or there's something happening or whatever. And that's what I feel is part of self-care, the most crucial part now, today.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, Before we move on to the next question, because of what you do through EFT, with your definition now of self-care, how your self-care has evolved throughout your life and now into your professional life with what you do. How has EFT actually made that mark for you? What made you decide on emotional freedom tapping? Like what made you go towards this as your tool, the technique that you use not only for yourself, but for your clients?
1: For me, it was really being able to finally find something that helped me with my own emotional health because I tended to always be very stressed, very overwhelmed. I had anxiety. you know, Anytime there was something big coming up, I would freeze, <laughs> you know, like fight, flight, or freeze. I would do all the things. Um, and the way that it started for me actually was like during my final exams, I had several exams in one week and I emotionally couldn't handle it. Like I, I literally, I I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I was a, to a complete mess. I do meditate, but in that moment it wasn't helping. Like I couldn't sit still long enough to calm my mind, let alone my body. And so I had found this uh, YouTube video with Brad Yates, and it was called Fear and Panic Right Now. (laughs) You can go find it on YouTube. And I was like, you know what? I will do anything if it helps. And so I had heard about tapping. I can't remember from from whom, but I was just like, you know what? This is it. I'm going to try it. And about 10 minutes later, I noticed that I was a bit calmer. I was like, this is incredible. And so I did it again. And like, you know, after like three times, like 30 minutes later, I was calm, I was grounded, and I was more focused. And I was like, what is this sorcery? This is amazing. (laughs) I'm like, I have no (laughs) idea how this works, but this is incredible. And so then, of course, I just started using it not only for study, but also one of the most important parts is integrating it into my morning routine. Because like, you can use it in so many different ways when it comes to self-care and emotional health, but like, one, as a kind of a preventative, like the way that you set up your day. And then also, you know, if something happens during the day, because there's so many unexpected things that you don't know, you might get an email from your boss that you don't like, or, or, you know, like your partner or your child says something and you, you get derailed. Right. And so EFT is a really great way to bring yourself back to the grounded place where you need to to be in order to be rational and not reactive to things, situations. Um, And then also, of course, like in the evening as well as a way to just kind of calm down to be able to sleep. So I think in terms of emotional health, being able to recalibrate is incredibly helpful. Um, And it's totally changed my life. I mean, from situations where I needed to give like a client presentation or, you know, these days give a live webinar to even, you know, doing Instagram lives (laughs) or podcasts and stuff like that. That wasn't something that I felt comfortable doing at all. Like I was on the radio, but I was completely covered, you know, like nobody, nobody could see the person behind it um, and behind the radio. And so putting my face out there was a huge deal to me. I mean, like a lot of people, I had those fears of like, Oh, what if I don't look right, don't sound right and and all that stuff. And so for me, EFT tapping has become such an instrument of emotional recalibration and emotional health that, that's what i like being able to help other people with because i just love the satisfaction of clients being like you know what i've been tapping in the morning and it was great my colleague who's normally really crappy to me in the morning you know has been leaving me alone and i i handled things really well better than my old self would have um and it's those kind of things that like it just shows you how powerful such a simple technique can be so I don't know if I answered your question. Hopefully you did. Yeah, no, you did. And I love that. And I I really love how you
0: shared that because, you know, it kind of was one of the questions that I was going to ask you about sharing a specific self-care practice that you find energizing or restorative, but you've already, I mean, I believe that you've now explained the power behind EFT or you know what is commonly known as the emotional freedom tapping, and what that can do I really love that especially when you're stressed or like you were saying the fear of being seen the person's face going with the voice instead of just being radio it being video so I love that so what boundaries or limitations have you set to protect your self-care time
1: So for me, it it comes in a a few ways, mostly with my time and space. And so, like I specifically carve out that time, and it's untouchable. (laughs) So, like as I said a little bit, like my morning routine is something that I know for my my emotional health. In order to feel like I can um, be prepared and grounded for the day, I have to have my morning routine. So that's my hour in the morning where I do my yoga, I do my tapping, I do my meditation, and then I have an exercise period that's kind of like a space right before dinner and it's it's a transition so that I can go you know exercise whether it's biking swimming going to the gym or whatever and my dinner time so like I don't schedule anything during that time for the last like several years that's how it's been I make very few exceptions and sometimes but I always keep that same amount of time and I think um that has made a huge difference because it took me a really long time to learn that I think I used to be more of a yes person when you know it came from people inviting me out to all these different activities and events and I would just automatically be like yep absolutely and the only day I had free was Sunday I mean, like I had things every single day of the week and then I would be so exhausted and you know like ready to go back to work on Monday and like a lot of people you know get the monday scaries and be like or some the sunday scaries about monday and just being like I don't feel like I got to really like chill by myself or you know with friends or with a partner or whatever. And so I think understanding that I need that breathing space in between activities, you know, is really something I had to learn because I am an extrovert, you know, I um I tended to overdo all the things <laughs> and then, you know, be exhausted later and like resentful of myself like why did I do that? I was tired, you know. I I didn't have to go to that <laughs> last dinner, you know, because I saw this person earlier this week, you know? So I think that for me, um, being able to say no and feel okay about it, that was a huge thing. And also making sure that I have the time and space for my physical exercise so my physical health and also my emotional health. Those are the two biggest things, like putting those things on the calendar and with very few exceptions, they don't get touched. I love that. What
0: I really love about that, especially too, like a couple of things you talked about transitioning. So you have that time. It's like having that hard stop to your day. That's your way of transitioning. You've, f- you found a way to put something in your calendar. That's like, okay, this is the time that I'm stopping everything. And I think that's important. A lot of the time, you know, as women in business, we can keep going, especially if we're working on something and not pay attention to. Our, our well-being because we're pushing through and then and the well-being part of it is not just about taking the time and not doing anything it's actually intentionally finding things that fill your cup like you it's exercise it's something that you truly love to do and so I love that how you did that you, you put it into your calendar intentionally so you can transition from from one thing to another but that fills your cup and then you mm-hmm. talked about like you know having the time in the space is like, it's really becoming aware of what's on your calendar. I think a lot of the time when someone is asked how much time they work, they can't really actually respond knowing the actual amount of time because they've never really tracked it or they've never really intentionally looked at what's on their calendar to see what it is that they're working on and and to see if they're really spending that much time working or what or the other things that they're doing. So I love that because that's from, for me, what's really worked well is not only having my Google, Google calendar, which will obviously show me my set appointments, but I have a Google doc. It's just a simple Word document that I create with a four week span, but I put in all of my scheduled times of things like appointments, calls, podcast recordings whether I'm doing it for my show or I'm on someone else's show, our Instagram lives that we do, you and I. And so for me, that allows me to see what is on my week, like what my week looks like just from that particular perspective. And I see all the white space of how I can fill it in self-care wise. How can I better schedule my time being more intentional about it? And you also touched on the power of no, like that's so incredible to hold ourselves accountable to know this is my time, my exercise time, my tapping time, my meditation, my journaling, whatever that looks like. So I really love that you pointed that out because I think uh, that can be really super hard when you don't know mm-hmm. what your time, what you're really spending it on. Oh. And I'm sure you found that with your clients too. Yeah
1: if I don't keep that time on the calendar, then it can get taken up by other things. And I just know that when I don't exercise, I don't feel good. Like I, I need that. It's, it's both the physical aspect and also the emotional aspect as well. I just, I feel like it's, um, you know, letting go of the stress of the day because sometimes, I mean, I do have appointments in the evening as well, because I have clients that are in the US and Canada, for example. So sometimes I have evening, um, evening clients. And so I need to have that, That middle space where it's just a, you know, breathing, it's an emotional, um, emotional health and and physical health time just to be able to recalibrate.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. My next question is, what's your number one tip for making self-care a consistent habit, even during busy times?
1: I would say to try to do something every day by putting it on the calendar. And even like, whether it's, It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. Like you have to take an hour because I think sometimes when we try to do too much, we make a really big deal in our head about it. Like, oh my God, I got to meditate for an hour and stuff. And then we can find a lot of reasons why we can't make that amount of time. But if we even say to ourselves, I'm going to meditate every day and maybe you just do five minutes. Maybe it's a five minute YouTube video or something like that, but you've still made the time and you're still keeping the habit. So that you're creating the habit long-term because that's with most of my clients, that's what they struggle with, you know, going from no habit to having a habit, you know, and when you make these kind of small achievable little goals for yourself, you know, it's a lot easier to keep it. So you can just start with like, all right, I'm going to take three days a week, for example, to meditate. You can be flexible about whenever you want to do it. It doesn't have to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever you feel works for you but as long as you make sure that you do it and then reward yourself at the end of the week. Did you do it? Awesome. Get yourself something non-food related because we don't want to associate like, you know, treats, sugar things or whatever with reward. But something like, I don't know, I, I always like stickers. I have lots of star stickers and I have my calendars. And when I do the thing, I put a little sticker and my clients actually, I was like, well, did you like this? Did you do this as a kid? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, well, do you like it? I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. Everybody loves stickers, so it doesn't matter how old you are. People are still motivated by stickers. So if you have a calendar and you can keep track of it, it's a good way to create that proof for yourself, that evidence that you're doing it. You know, and so then you can feel proud of yourself, and you're associating it with something positive instead of, oh, I said I was going to meditate and I didn't do it at all, and creating this resistance. Because the more resistance that you have, the more you're going to avoid it, and you're Ah. going (laughs) to.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious, can EFT tapping help with that? Like can that help with creating, helping someone create those habits, especially if they've been resistant?
1: Absolutely. Um, EFT is fantastic for resistance because usually when we're resisting something, there's like a fear or we have some kind of like a lot of people um, don't like the authority figure idea, even if it's it's something that they want to do you know, but they're like, they remember their mom always making them do something when they were a kid. And so there's this little rebellious part inside of them that they don't understand because they're like, I don't get it. Like, I want to go to the gym. Why am I not doing it? (laughs) And it can be really confusing. And you can tap on those things, you know, and you could be like, I don't want to go to the gym. Like, they can't make me, they can't make me, you know, and you get it all out so that you can kind of reframe that and be like, okay, no one's making me like I don't I don't have to go to the gym. I don't have to. No one's making me, but I know that it would be a good thing for me. Like I know that it would be helpful, so this is my decision. So I don't need to resist myself. <laughs> I want to support myself. And it's amazing how you can do that. I mean, I've done that with so many things. I can't I can't tell you from Excel sheets to going live on, you know, Facebook and stuff like that where I was just like No, (laughs) Um, it's great with procrastination and just getting past those blocks where you stop yourself.
0: I love that. I'm so happy that that (laughs) you're able to do that because I think that's going to be really a powerful share for someone if they're listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, I actually can help myself through this process, especially if I'm resisting it. So I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I want to ask a question, one last question for you specifically. Uh, how does prioritizing self-care allow you to show up fully for your clients and live deliberately in pursuit of your own dreams?
1: The better I feel, the better my life goes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I, it's it took me a long time to to learn that. And it's always something that's kind of a process. And I'm, I mean, I'm still evolving on it because I think I do tend to be a very active person and very busy. And the part about that, that that is positive means I can get a lot done. I can be like a high performer and stuff. But the other side of, that I have to be very conscious of is stopping and not doing all of things and allowing myself that downtime. You know, like I, I always tell people, like when I go to the beach, I don't do activities. I just read <laughs> for two weeks. I don't do anything. And everyone says, that sounds so boring. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Nope. I, I need that. I choose that time. To kind of decompress because I also know that I've learned so much over the years how important it is to pace myself, you know, and that especially, I mean, also in my 40s, you know, having to understand that like I do get tired, you know, like I didn't have this issue when I was 20. I could just keep going, you know, like... I didn't have to eat right. I didn't have to exercise. I didn't have to sleep enough. I could totally keep going. And that's not the case in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, right? You have to learn to take care of yourself. And so for me, it was um, a process like trying to understand what does my body need to feel good? Like, how much sleep do I need? Okay, because I know people who need five hours. I know people who need 10 hours or whatever. And I figured out that eight is what I need. And so figure out how that works. What do I need to eat to feel good? What do I need to do to exercise to feel good? So once I'm able to do that and feel good, then I'm, I have more possibilities to be able to do everything else that I love doing in life, you know, like hiking and traveling and, you know, being with the people that I care about. And I can't do any of that if I don't feel good emotionally and physically.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I I'm so happy that you got to come on and share about, especially with what you do, because I love what you do. Uh, I know from my own personal experience how it has supported me in the past. And I didn't even even know, I mean, I've only really pretty much been uh, introduced to it within the last maybe year and a half. So I didn't really know about EFT and how powerful it is to really help, especially when you are doubting yourself around things. So I'm excited. It has really been. Such a pleasure speaking with you. I'm excited for the listeners who are listening today and who are getting value because I, I know I absolutely have, and I'm sure they have as well. So thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you letting me come on here and talk to you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And I'll make sure that the show notes provide our listeners with how they can get in touch with you. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a beautiful week. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep designing your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me. And it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time.